You are listening to Be the Love, transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be The Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to invite you to begin to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present right here and right now. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, beautiful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more deep breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And breathing out the light and love and send it to all of humanity. Remembering that you always have your breath to come back you. Today we have Tara Jolly. Tara is a seventh initiate, initiate on the path of ascension, meaning she has paid all of her karma, left the cycle of rebirth, and her higher self is 100% in her body in service to humanity and this planet. With her higher self leading the way, Tara works closely with people through her life and ascension coaching services to help them raise their consciousness, remove hidden blockages, and bring their special gifts to 3D life. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Tara. Tara, excuse me. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Absolutely. So, so let's just start in a little bit and tell us a little bit about your story and what led you to this ascension path. So let me start by giving you my description of ascension um, as a base. Ascension is a really vast topic, um, but I'll simplify it here. It's basically... The, an inner personal journey of coming home to your light and leaving your darkness behind, your darkness being your karma. 
So ascension is about raising your vibration, raising your consciousness, and coming into an unconditional state of love for all. It's about having heart-based thoughts, words, and actions. It's about healing every level of your being that is not based in love. And it's about self-mastery. So ascension is marked by initiations. The first major initiation is the fifth initiation. And that is when you have paid all of your karma and you leave the cycle of rebirth. So our karma is held in our chakras. So when someone has passed the fifth initiation, their chakras are perfected and they leave the cycle of rebirth. Um, this is the first major initiation because you begin to, your body begins to be prepared for your higher self to start descending. So prior to the fifth initiation, every single person on this planet has a team of ascended masters who are walking with them throughout their life, supporting them in their life lessons, um, walking with them as they move through their own ascension journey. And most people who are ascending, you know, reaching this fifth initiation now, have had thousands and thousands and thousands of lifetimes, you know, somewhere between 15,000 to 20,000 lifetimes. So to finally reach the end of that reincarnation cycle, um, your ascended master team steps back, uh, your, your body begins to prepare itself for your higher self to come in and you lose your connection with the mother earth as well. Your soul has been tied to the mother earth for all of these lifetimes. And now you lose that connection and begin to anchor in your higher self, which is of course not of this earth. So that fifth initiation is a major change. And um, the fifth to the sixth is a short period of time. It's basically just your, your system preparing itself for your higher self to come. Um, all seven of your chakras cease functioning. And um, there's lots of other energetic changes that take place. The sixth initiation is when your higher self starts to descend into your form. And this is a very slow process from the sixth to the seventh. Um, at this point, your all of your, um, I didn't mention the rays, it's a vast topic, but it's about developing your relationship with your higher self. And um, the seventh initiation then is when your higher self is 100% in your body and is fully anchored here. So the reason why your higher self descends to this earthly reality is because you or I or whoever is the one who's ascending is having experiences here on earth to further their higher self's ascension. So your ascension is really your higher self's ascension and your higher self extend, ascends through your experiences here on this planet. So everyone has a higher self, everyone. Your higher self is your personal God within higher self is your creator. And it's a very um, 
It's a very new experience for higher self to be here in this reality. They've never been in a body before. And of course, at that point, your vibration is very high, having that higher self with you, inside of you, a part of you. So these are some of the major initiations on the ascension path. And uh, I passed the seventh initiation about two and a half years ago. So my higher self is fully here. Um, his name is Anitri. And he's here with us now. And um, every higher self has a mission to complete on this planet. Mm, a lot of them are wanting to work with humanity, but not all. But they all have a mission, and that is to further the ascension of this planet and of humanity. So it's anchoring that high vibration, anchoring that high consciousness here in a very real, tangible, physical way. So I found the Ascension Path um, through a series of synchronicities. Um, I'm sure lots of people on the spiritual path can relate to this, this kind of winding road of how things happen in such a magical way. Um, you know, I had been, I've always been very energetically sensitive from a very young age, always very curious, kind of looking deeper, you know, than, than what was actually happening in front of me. Um, I had a number of spiritual experiences when my grandmother died when I was 13, um, some communication with her after she had passed. And that really opened my eyes to the unseen world and the fact that there is so much more going on here than meets the eye. And I got really into, you know, tarot cards and astrology and alternative methods of healing and things like that. Um, eventually finding the law of attraction teachings by Abraham Hicks. And that was a big turning point for me. I began to realize my power as a creator and I began to manipulate my reality to my liking. I began to create what I wanted. And that was a very, very exciting time. So I, I focused heavily on that for a number of years. And I was living in Wisconsin at the time in the States. Um, you know, I had a pretty regular life. Uh, I was an accountant, I was married, you know, nine to five, kind of the typical structure. And I just knew that there was something more for me to experience. There was something more out there that I needed to find. And I was very focused on finding that. Um, when I was 28, my life changed rather dramatically. I had a theta healing at a yoga festival that really catapulted my ascension. It was like a switch got flipped and I had this incredible energetic experience and you know it's all about unlocking your DNA structures and it had just accelerated everything instantly and within a short time my marriage had ended rather abruptly and I had an opportunity to really go forward in the way that I wanted to without any other, you know, responsibilities or people to keep in mind. And so, you know, I had been vegan for a while at that point and I really wanted to connect with other vegans. And so that was my, that was like the first thing that I did. It's like, I've just got to find the vegans. And so I found this vegan community in Hawaii and they, um, they hosted people on their land to teach them about veganism and vegan farming. Um, 
and it was kind of like a work exchange program. It's called woofing. I don't know if anyone's familiar, but um, so they invited me out to Hawaii and I, you know, I quit my job. I had separated from my husband and I sold some of my belongings and I just left it all behind. I had no plan. I had a one-way ticket and I ended up with this community in Hawaii. And within two days of getting there, they invited me to their, their other property in New Zealand. They spent the Hawaiian winters, if you can call it a winter, in New Zealand. And of course I said yes. Everything was just really guiding me. You know, my heart was guiding me. So we went to New Zealand. Um, the whole community went to New Zealand. And in the Theta healing that I had at the yoga festival, she had mentioned the words spiritual ascension. And that was really the first time I had heard of ascension in a spiritual context. So I had been Googling ascension and reading about it as much as I could. And, you know, I had all of the ascension symptoms that people talk about. And I was just thirsty for knowledge about ascension. So I find myself in New Zealand. We were on the North Island and we had, we barely had any internet. We lived off the grid and I was Googling in the middle of the night when no one else was awake, Googling ascension. And it was there that I found the Ascended Masters portal in New Zealand mm -hmm. on the North Island where I was. Mm. And phew, that was, that was like, you know, a light bulb moment of this is why I'm really here. <clears throat> it's not really about the vegan community, although they were lovely and it was a great experience. Mm. This is why I'm here. Mm. And that website, it's called, it's alphaimaging.co.nz. And you said you'll put it in the show notes. That website was very different than anything I had read so far about Ascension. Um, if you go to that website, you'll feel it immediately. The vibration and the love and the clarity um, about the Ascension process. And that's when it really all began for me. Um, I had contacted uh, Verna Marawata. She is one of the guardians of the Ascended Masters portal along with her twin flame, Wairetti. And I went through all of their healings. I used all of their products. And at that point I was at the third initiation and I got to the fifth, you know, paid all of my karma, left that cycle of rebirth within like a year and a half, maybe two years. Hmm. And so that's when I really started ascending in earnest was when I, when I found the Ascended Masters portal. Um, it's entirely unique um, from other portals that you may have heard of, like the ones in Sedona, for example. Um, this portal was actually brought down to this reality from 22 Ascended Masters and other beings of light um, so they can work more closely with humanity. So it's a very unique portal in that way. The other portals are, are more of the earth. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's only here for a short time. They're here to help us all ascend. Mm -hmm. And I've been ascending with the Ascended Masters ever since. Um, it's now been seven years since I started that journey. And I passed the seventh. And now I'm here embodying my higher self in service to humanity. 
And this is absolutely the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. Wow. So that's just a really beautiful story. And there's just so many questions, so much to unpack there with everything you just mentioned. I'm like, oh my gosh, where to start? Um, I mean, just, I guess, first thing I'd like to kind of unpack is, can you, can you say a little bit more about what it means to uh, maybe release your karma? Because um, that's, you know, a pretty big I think, think for a lot of people, right? So you've paid all your karma, you've, you know, released that, you're, you're in the seventh initiate. Um, what does that mean? And, and how did you get through, go through that process? Sure, sure. So <clears throat> karma is, we are creating karma every day, every single one of us, even high initiates, you know, we're still human. Um, so karma can be created um, of course, by any sort of negativity, any sort of judge, judgment, um, but it can also be something as subtle as rolling your eyes at somebody or a smirk. You know, you also create karma when you judge yourself or when you're harsh on yourself. So you can see that it's very easy to create karma. Um, and our karma is also carried over from a lot of our past lives. So it's not just the karma that we're creating in this life. It's a bunch of karma coming in from the past. Um, so paying karma, the payment of karma comes up very naturally. There's really nothing you have to do to pay your karma. It's happening. Um, there is one product from the Ascended Masters portal in New Zealand. Um, it's, a, it's called the Violet Flame Oil. And this will help bring your karma up for clearing. It doesn't clear your karma for you, but it helps bring it up for release. So that is one thing I can recommend for absolutely everyone. You use it on your chakras all the way up until the fifth initiation. But in general, you're paying karma all the time. Um, so the best way to, to not to ascend is to focus on not making new karma. And you do that by having heart-based words, heart-based thoughts, and heart-based actions. So it's really about being love in action every day, always, all days. And that will help you ascend. That is the focus getting to the fifth. So you don't have to worry about paying the karma so much. You have to focus on not making new karma. Are there any other tools that you've learned along the way that have helped that someone, like maybe if they didn't have access to that oil that they could use in the moment to help release some of that karma? Well, again, you're not, you don't have to worry so much about releasing. The releasing is going to, going to happen very naturally. Your focus is to not make any new karma. Mm. And it's really about observing yourself and it's about being truthful with yourself where am i judging others mm -hmm. where am i being negative to myself to others where am i being hurtful what kind of language am i using in my interactions is it the language of love it's about looking at yourself honestly and also observing your own ego. So 
this takes um, some practice, you know, um, it's a, it's a personal inner journey mm-hmm. and it's ongoing. Sure. That, um, um, that actually kind of makes me uh, a little more relieved when you said that, you know, the karma kind of works itself out. Um, there's not a whole lot of effort we could do about that. Um, yeah, I was like, Ooh, okay, well, you know, that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, one thing, though, that you did say that um, kind of stuck out with me is when you were uh, referring to your higher self, you referred to your higher self as a male, which uh, is yeah. actually the first time I've, I've, I've ever heard of, you know, uh, um, kind of different like gender hired selves. Um, I was wondering if maybe you could speak on that. And also, too, um, I want to know throughout our past lives is it the same higher self that chooses us or do we have different higher selves throughout our past lives and how do they actually choose us individually sure sure so um i'll start with your second question so um every higher self is either of the divine masculine or the divine feminine um, don't think about it so much in terms of gender. It's more about the energy. Okay. Um, the Christ light is really the beginning. Christ light is where it all begins. It's kind of the beginning of creation itself, I guess you could call it. Um, the Christ light then splits into two, uh, two higher selves, one masculine, one feminine energy. Um, those two higher selves have a collective of souls that they are overseeing. Um, I am one of those souls. You, you know, you are one of those souls of, the, of your higher self's collective. And so your higher self is kind of overseeing those souls as they reincarnate and reincarnate again and again in all of their various lifetimes, um, watching kind of from afar as you learn your lessons, you know, create karma, pay karma, have all these different experiences in a physical body. Um, now your higher self is not really, is, has not really come so close to you, um, while you're incarnating over and over and over again, that is more your ascended master team. So everybody has a team of ascended masters now who's walking with them. So your higher self is more like overseeing this process from afar. It's only when you're one of those souls of the collective reaches the fifth initiation pays all that karma, leaves the cycle of rebirth, that the higher self then descends into their their form. So we have all had lifetimes as male, female, every sort of lifetime you could imagine. We've all played every role. Um, so you, it doesn't, it's kind of silly to think that your gender in that last life is gonna line up with your higher self's masculine or feminine. It's just kind of like roll of the dice, you know, whatever it, whatever you landed on um, in that last lifetime. But to answer your question, <clears throat> you have the same higher self throughout all of your lifetimes. The higher self doesn't change. Now, if, if a higher self is kind of overseeing or, or you know, governing, um, however you want to say that, like several other, um, beings and 
are each is each being able to ascend at the same time um, during that time, or is it just because if the higher self comes into one body, then what happens to the others? Are they able to yeah. kind of split like you know souls? We have like you know, can you say more about that? So um, it's basically kind of a race between the souls in that collective of who can reach the, the fifth initiation first. There is only one soul that gets the honor of embodying their higher self. So when that first soul reaches that fifth initiation, the other souls in that collective do cease to exist. If the, uh, the other souls do ex uh, cease to exist for that particular higher self, do they get picked up by another higher self or is that pretty much that's just the breaks basically um they don't know they they come home to the higher self higher uh, self calls them back home so your higher self is your creator mm -hmm. your higher self is your personal god within so if, if you're not one of if you're not the soul that reaches the fifth you'll just be called home to the higher self mm. return back from where you came and then from there you would uh would just the reincarnation just continue until you are you as your soul are able to reach that fifth initiate i'm sorry can you clarify that yes yeah, so um if you're so if uh let's say for example you and i uh share the same higher self um and you reach the fifth initiate in this lifetime but i do not does that mean that my soul reincarnates to the next lifetime and i have another uh, another shot to reach that fifth initiative does it keep going like that? Does, does that? does that make sense? No. So um, you would, you and I would not be, if we, if, if we shared the same higher self, mm -hmm. um, we would not be incarnating in the same dimension. Mm, okay. So, um, so these are, these are called your dimensional lives. So um, it's, it really is a race out of that soul collective to see who gets that fifth initiation first. And this is kind of a hard um, concept for people because they don't like to think that, you know, they would cease to exist, but it's, you know, it's all part of the, it's all part of this grand scheme of ascension or grand plan of ascension. It's, um, it's not really something to, to concern yourself with. It's more about each person each soul focusing on heart-based thoughts, heart-based words, heart-based actions, paying the karma, not making more karma, and getting to the fifth. <clears throat> and that is why the Ascended Masters portal is here in New Zealand. And that is why, you know, Verna Marawata and Wairetti, the, the guardians of the portal, are working so closely with the masters and with humanity. It they are they are really pushing to get as many people as possible to that fifth initiation. Um, you know, our, our planet as a whole is ascending. Mother Earth is ascending. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you, you guys know, it's uh, the consciousness is rising. There is a collective, you know, ascension that's happening and things are accelerating now more than they ever have. So my, my advice is to not, not worry so much about the other dimensional lives and really just focus on your own actions day in and day out and getting to that fifth first. Does and that I help? think, 
Yeah, and I yeah, think, um, and, and, and just to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit, you know, I think that, um, you know, maybe also instead of thinking about it as a race, because I think we, you know, as our third dimensional way of thinking is that it's very linear, like we have to like get to, from here to there. But if we can like really open up and honor where we're at and and just, yeah, you know, focus on just being love, being, you know, and, and getting it, tapping into that energy and vibrating at a high level and working through that karma, it's going to be more, that that's where the fifth dimensional energy lies rather than, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I, it's a race because we're not racing anywhere. It's just about being and loving and, and honoring ourselves in this, this moment and just being the highest vibration we can. So. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I, I don't want to, you know, put this huge pressure on everyone, but at the same time, we, we need you. We need, we need all of you to rise to the occasion to, you know, raise that consciousness. And, you know, we're the light workers of the world. Um, you know, you're needed now more than ever. So there is, there is an urgency to embody these ideals. You know, I see so many people in the spiritual community who study endlessly. They have all the knowledge in the world. They, you know, they take every course they're, they're doing all these things and that's great. That's beautiful but it's all about embodiment. It's all yeah. about being and doing. And that is, that is the urgency that I'm speaking of is let's bring that into life. You know, right. it's all the knowledge in the world means nothing if you're not living and experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree because, you know, we, we do have there there's that urgency to to rise the the raise the vibration i think it, you know i just want to maybe help our listeners understand that um it's not an ego thing right because ego is based right. in e- ego is based in that third dimension right so when we think about our third dimension it's like oh i'm gonna get there before you and and ascension is like on this this plane of like i am you know better or whatever and it's not about that it's about being in the vibration of love being you know and 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 that's where we need to embody that because when we feel that when we honor that when we love ourselves we can love each other and we can love the world and we can move into that vibration but it's really about being um yeah i like what you said yeah definitely embodying that piece yeah, yeah, and let me clarify. Like, it's not a race against um, other humans that you're living your life with or people around you. It's, it's, you know, I mean, we're getting into the nitty gritty of ascension. Okay. There are these dimensional lives. They're living in other dimensions. They belong to your higher self, and there really is only one that can reach the fifth first. You know, so in that way, it's kind of like a race, but not in the general sense. So, yeah, thank sure. you for clarifying. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I just, um, it's just such a beautiful conversation. And so, um, going back to just your higher self, and tell us a little bit about what it's been like to bring that energy into your body fully, and what you've been able to manifest and and just create with that, and what how what how has that shifted your own life? 
Wow, this is a big question. Yeah, it's been it's been very, very interesting ride. Um, you know, in the beginning, uh, really, like, I think I felt the biggest change at the fifth initiation going into the sixth, because that's when you lose your connection with the Mother Earth. All of your ascended master team steps back and you've had that team of masters with you your whole life. And it's, you know, it's a big letting go of these things that you've had for a long time. So that, that feels really big. At the sixth initiation, when your higher self starts coming in, it's a very slow process at first. Um, higher self has to get used to this dense reality that they've never been a part of before. And you have to get used to this new high vibration that's coming in. So it's very slow at first, no big changes. Um, <clears throat> it takes about two or three years to fully download your higher self. And one thing I need to mention is that, you know, when you, when the higher self comes in your ray, all of your rays. So this is a big topic. You get five rays in each lifetime. These rays make up, you know, how you see the world, how you act in the world. You have an ascension ray, you have a life ray. These are the big ones that, that influence your life kind of create the, theme of your lifetime, the lessons you're here to learn, um, that sort of thing. So you have these five rays your whole lifetime. And then when your higher self comes in, all five of those rays and the five masters that walk with you on those rays, it changes to the ray of your higher self. So this is a huge change in your you know, general orientation and the themes that are presenting in your life. And you know, your, your job is to master that ray and to develop this relationship with your higher self. So that's a huge change. Um, the ray doesn't really become apparent right away, but I'd say, I think it was around like 30% higher self. I knew that my ray was the fifth ray, the ray of healing, knowledge, and truth. And so that begins to change you on a very fundamental level. Um, my previous ray was, the main ray was the ray of the goddess and of devotion sixth ray so it's it very different um and it's really about you know learning who your higher self is because your higher self has a personality has a unique vibration has a you know kind of unique way of being and so i remember in the beginning i started to see like my sense of humor was changing i i my, my higher self definitely has a sense of humor. He's a funny guy. He was really into like physical humor and I would just be making jokes and stuff that I wouldn't normally make. And, um, you know, some higher selves have food preferences. Um, mine definitely did. So I started noticing like what I, what I was eating was changing. And um, it's about giving devotion to your higher self. This is paramount. It's really about choosing your divinity, your higher self over your humanity. So it requires you to let go of so much of the lower self, you know, ways of being that are no longer serving you, habits that are no longer serving you. Um, you know, your higher self might want to experience things that, um, that you're not, that you hadn't been experiencing. So he might be, you know, nudging you or, or, or kind of wanting to experience something. So it's so much about choosing your higher self over all others. 
um, higher self is your greatest healer and your greatest teacher. So it requires you to let go of outside teachers, to let go of old modalities that, that are not serving you anymore and going within always. And this is one of the biggest changes because you did have your ascended master team with you for your whole life. You did have all this outside support. You know, you did have your astrology um, and, you know, all, the, all of these other tools and all of a sudden it's just you and higher self. So it's a personal inner journey mm. and it's a journey of the heart. You know, your higher self resides in your holy heart, which is kind of beyond your sacred heart. And there's more about this on the Ascended Masters website, Verna and YRC's website, but um, it's different for everybody too. That's the thing. You know, I can tell you about my personal experience, but everybody's journey is different. So that's important to remember. Hmm. That's really beautiful. Tell us, um, I mean, are there things like someone can do to tap into listening to their higher self or knowing that what where it's coming from like when when they're being told something or maybe they're getting an intuition an intuitive hit that they're it's you know coming from their higher self yeah so first of all it's important to remember that your higher self is not going to be close or present with you until you reach that sixth initiation so people often, Arana, I can't say that word right now, people often mistake the communication they're having with their ascended master team or one of their kind of spirit guides as their higher self. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't reached that sixth initiation, um, your higher self is not who you're communicating with. Higher self holds back until you've passed that sixth initiation. So, um, that's the first thing to keep in mind. Um, once you reach the sixth, um, it's really so much about sitting in devotion to your higher self, dropping into your heart and honoring the magnificent being that is your higher self because your higher self is, is an ascended master. You know, so it's, it's really about honoring that connection and really bowing to your higher self. Um, you are a team, you know, you come from your higher self, your higher self is a part of you, you are a part of higher self, but your higher self is greater. Your higher self is the ascended master. So it takes a certain bowing down of the lower self and honoring the higher self as the greater being, the greatest healer, the greatest teacher. Um, that is really one of the most important things in order to bring your higher self in closer and to develop that communication. Um, now, everybody communicates in a different way. You know, some people are, are gifted naturally with clairvoyance or clairaudience and they get, you know, very direct communication. Um, I never had those abilities. I mean, I had a few experiences, but I never had these natural abilities. So um, for me, it's been a lot of meditating in my holy heart and sacred heart, connecting with my higher self there and taking inspired action. Mm. You know, your, your higher self will always honor your free will. You always have a choice as the lower self. Um, for me, it's been really about following the path of my higher self and letting go of my lower self 
And that requires facing a lot of my fears. Mm. You know, the lower self tends to have a lot of fears and self-doubt. And, you know, you might be getting this little nudge to do something or to explore something or to, um, to, to take an action in some way. And oftentimes that is very scary to the lower self. It's, it's not something that maybe you would naturally want to do. And so for me, it's been so much about overcoming that fear as the lower self and taking action anyway. And that has been the number one thing that has accelerated this process for me. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't until about a year, a year ago, a year and a half ago, that I began to do ascension and life coaching. Um, and that was, you know, that was all higher self kind of leading, leading me to that. Mm -hmm. um, so the higher, your higher self's mission, like every higher self has a mission. Um, that doesn't really come, come until after the seventh initiation. Um, that comes a little bit later. But of course, you're, you're serving, you know, in these higher initiations, you're serving all of humanity just by your high vibration, just by your being here. You know, you become a living portal for your higher self who is an ascended master. So it's like their feet are on the ground now and you become that, that anchor for that high vibration. So just your being is, is helping, but um, the mission comes more clear a little bit later on. Yeah, that's, um, that's a very profound explanation. And again, something that I really haven't heard before, but um, it's also, it's, it's also simple and it's, and it's profoundness, you know, and uh, I, and, you know, for the people that are listening, I think they probably understand now that I do like things simple. <laughs> um, so I do appreciate uh, that explanation. And yeah, it was just, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful way of kind of looking at your purpose, you know, um, and you did also mention too that um, you are a life ascension coach. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that and how you actually work with people to kind of help them ascend as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I never in intended to be a life ascension coach. And that's the other thing is like the mission is usually not what you think it's going to be. It's usually such a surprise and it usually comes about in a very, you know, unusual way that you just could have never seen coming. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how it happened for me. Um, you know, it's, it's always kind of step by step and piece by piece. They never just sit you down and say, here's your mission. Now go out and complete it. You know, it's not like that because our egos would get in the way if we were told the whole plan ahead of time. So I can look back and see how I was kind of led step by step to this. But um, I had met my, my now partner um, shortly after I arrived in Thailand about a year and a half ago, and he was doing life coaching. And so one day he had an old client come and had a question about manifestation. And he said, hey, would you like to talk to her? I think she, she could really um, benefit from speaking with you. It's just manifestation stuff, like easy. I was like, yeah, sure. It was like super casual. I didn't really think anything of it. And I sat down to connect with this woman over the phone. And of course I connected with my higher self first, you know, just, I'm always connecting with him, always, you know, bringing him into anything that I'm doing. Um, and we just had this really beautiful conversation 
where I could see that my higher self was really kind of channeling through me, speaking to her and transmitting that, that message that she needed to hear. And it, I was just so lit up by it. I was so excited by it. I, I, she got a lot out of it. She was really inspired and I gave her a lot of clarity and she was really feeling that love. And that was when all the lights went on for me of like, oh, this, this is how I can connect with, with people. And, um, and so, you know, I just, I just started doing it from there. It started out really casually, just, you know, Hey, I'm here to help anybody who wants to change their life. Um, just very general. And, um, I got a lot of responses from my Facebook friends and other people in my life because they've seen my life radically change over the last seven years since I've been on the Ascension path. Um, they've seen me, they've seen me radically change and everybody I think always wonders how is she doing this you know and it's um my ascension is my superpower my my higher self is my superpower and this is what I really owe everything to um so from there I started doing coaching and um and at first it was very general just open to anyone looking to change their life and over time I started to get a lot of high initiates people at the sixth initiate initiation or higher who were coming to me, who were really struggling with embodiment. You know, they had, they had reached this level. They have, you know, they've gotten to this point, but they were still struggling with some of their lower self limitations, a lot of fear, a lot of self doubt, um, and some confusion about like the Ascension practices that are needed at these higher stages. Um, I was getting a lot of light workers who had, you know, a healing modality or some sort of business, some sort of healing business or light working type business, they were struggling to get off the ground. They were struggling to make money doing it. They were struggling to really step into that. And so it became clear to me after a while that this is my higher self's mission is to help the high initiates with fully stepping into their power, fully stepping, stepping into their embodiment and leaving fear and limiting beliefs behind. Um, because the lower self plays a vital role in the ascension process. And this is a myth that I really want to dispel right now is, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, when I get to the sixth or seventh initiation and my higher self is here, well, then my life will just magically improve and everything will get better. And it's just automatic. And that's not true at all. You do have to put in the work of the lower self. And of course you're incorporating your higher self into that higher self has amazing healing abilities and ability to clear patterns and all of these things. But, um, the lower self is still directing this thing. Your higher self will never do anything unless you ask higher self always bows to your free will. So you as the lower self have to be the one moving this forward and taking action. Yeah. And so that's what I'm really helping people with. Um, you know, I do a lot of work with um, the subconscious mind, limiting beliefs, fears, um, getting that stuff cleared away, and then also bringing in the ascension practices. Um, it's all about bringing people into their own personal power. Hmm. And um, it's been amazing to see my clients' transformation in just a short time and what they're creating in the world and how they're embodying their higher selves now. And hmm. It's making me tear up right now thinking about it because um, 
it's just, it's my highest excitement. It's my, it's the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. And of course I, I owe it all to my higher self and to the Ascended Masters portal in New Zealand and Berna and Wairetti for bringing me to this point. Um, my biggest message to everyone listening right now is that ascension is for everyone. You too can ascend in this lifetime. You too can embody your higher self in service. And this is not for the select few. This is for anyone who wants it. And it's so important to take action now, to embody the ideals that you hold, to live them, and to listen to those little nudges, listen to that intuition, listen to that feeling that's guiding you to that next thing. And there is going to be fear there. Like most of the time it's gonna be scary because change only happens outside of the comfort zone. So that's what stops people a lot of the time is that they feel that fear and then they say, oh, I think I'm just gonna go back into the comfort zone and I'll think about it and I'll journal about it and I'll meditate on it and we'll just like sit on it for a while. You've gotta take action now. The world needs you and there's a lot of assistance available to you in your ascension. So, um, you know, ascension is, we can simplify it, but it's also a really vast topic. And I really want to encourage everyone to check out um, the Alpha Imaging website, which is, you know, uh, the Ascended Masters portal site in New Zealand. This is like the encyclopedia of ascension. Um, treat it like a book. There's all sorts of healings and readings and products that can help you. And um, it can happen much sooner than you think. Um, you know, my life has radically changed in the last seven years. And I can honestly tell you that I'm living the life of my dreams. It's better than I could have ever imagined. And there's really nothing more fulfilling than embodying your ideals, embodying your higher self and actually helping others to do the same. And that's, that's my biggest rest message right now with love to everyone listening. We need you. <laughs> that's really beautiful. I think it's definitely a big message, right? Like, and, and recognizing that everyone has an important role right now in humanity on, on this planet, um, our, our humanity, the, you know, um, within humanity, we all have an important role to play and, and and to recognize that we are all stepping into our you know we we all have the potential to step into our divine gifts and the divinity that we hold and when we truly listen to our hearts you know or that nudge like you were saying to say hey okay this, it's time even though this seems scary you know even though like quitting your job quitting this job that might pay the bills but might be um creating a lot of unhappiness you know with the going to the nine to five you know take doing the grind thing you know commuting and you know but not the job that might not be fulfilling and and i think that that comes to a lot of um that is a lot of you know, pattern I'm seeing with a lot of people that they're just in these corporate jobs or jobs that just are not 
making them happy. But, you know, what if it is just about, you know, jumping, you know, and listening to that, that inner voice and listening to that inner part of you that says, hey, this is, you know, really the time to maybe, you know, start that coaching practice or maybe take that course to lead you to that coaching practice or maybe it's, you know, something else, whatever that nudge is. Um, and, and so my question to you is too, like, you know, how, you know, is that I think that fear, like we've been conditioned in that fear-based thinking of like, oh, I, I need this job to pay the bills or I need this, you know, what is, um, how can you tell the difference between that higher self, that nudge from the higher self versus the fear from the ego saying, no, you know, it's not, you know, safe to do that. What is, um, can you speak a little bit about that? Sure, sure. So first of all, um, you know, ascension is so much about moving from the mind to the heart. Mm -hmm. And it's also important to recognize that ascension happens in life. It happens through your life experiences. So you can ascend and stay in that job for a while. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to, you know, radically change your entire life in order to ascend. You know, everybody's path is different. Um, but the mind, you know, the mind usually has a lot of things to say. So say you're, you're contemplating doing something or not doing something. Mm -hmm. The mind will be talk, 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 talking to you about all the reasons why you should or why you shouldn't and the pros and cons. And what about this? And, you know, always kind of going back to the, the worst possible scenario, the bottom line. Um, it's very fear-based, the mind. The heart will guide you with a quiet knowing the heart doesn't have a lot to say. It's more of a feeling. And there will be some fear there, but th at the core of it will be that knowing that this is the right thing. Mm. It's scary. It's out of my comfort zone, but you just, you just kind of know, mm. you know? So lis listen to the voice. If it's talking a lot, if it has a lot to say, you're probably hearing the mind. Mm. it's the heart is more of a feeling it's more of a, a quiet knowing um but it is important to recognize that fear will still be there um so that's one thing um you know another thing i'm going to keep kind of coming back to is that until you pass that sixth initiation your higher self is not really present with you so um if you're prior to that initiation we could say, you know, listening to your guides or your ascended master team or listening to your own intuition. But it is so much about following the heart and um, not the mind. Which also brings me to a question I had earlier. I, I was going to um, ask that, how does one know that they're past the sixth initiate? So um, Verna Marawata and Wairetti from the Ascended Masters Portal, um, they work together to do um, readings. So if you're interested in Ascension, the first thing we recommend for absolutely everybody is to get an Ascension reading. And this is a really comprehensive reading of the energetic you. Um, Wairetti 
can look at you and see what's going on in all your chakras, how much karma you have, how much light you have, um, how many dimensional lives you have, who your ascended master teacher is, like what your, what your ray is, um, what initiation you've passed. It's very, it's very in-depth. Um, and that will be kind of the baseline for your ascension going forward. And then they do update readings after that that are more simple and just focused on karma and initiations. Um, so that's really the way to to really know fully. And and I will attest to that because I've actually I had a reading done about mm, it's I think it's been about five or six years now um, with Verna, and so it was just a really powerful, very intuitive reading that was very um, just concrete and, and very, I think it was pretty accurate. So, um, yeah, it was just a really nice way to, to see where I was at at that time in my life, but yeah, definitely. Um, and they do really beautiful work there. So yeah. And they will also give you recommendations in that reading, um, personal recommendations Mm -hmm. on how to best move forward in your ascension. So, um, everybody's different, but they'll suggest for you, you know, the healings that are right for you, the products that will help you. Um, you know, you can ascend without these products and healings and and additional help. Um, it's just a slower path. So if you want the fast track, um, I highly recommend working with them and checking out what they have to offer. Um, people who are ascending with the masters at the portal, are moving through the ascension process much faster than people who are not. They, mm-hmm. they kind of monitor what's going on um, with those ascending with the masters and those who are kind of doing it on their own. And they see that people are passing the initiations much faster and the entire process is sped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also offer, I want to mention, they also offer a lot of free, freely given ascension tools. So there's a lot of resources on the website um, that can help you that are just freely given. So um, yeah, definitely check that out. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. So Tara, if you can just share with our listeners a little bit more about how they can find you and what you're currently working on, that'd be beautiful. So um, you can find me at tarajolly.com. Uh, the link will be in the, the notes, I think you mentioned. And um, I offer a free introduction call to anyone, you know, whether you're consciously on the path of ascension or not, but really anyone who's looking to change their life. Um, I mentioned, you know, I'm working with a lot of high initiates right now. So if you are, you know, a, a light worker who is struggling to get your business off the ground, if you are struggling with embodiment, if you're struggling, you know, with bringing your spiritual ideals into your actual 3D life, if you feel like there is a divide between the spiritual you and the you that is being presented to the world, you know, this is a large focus of what I do. Um, I also help people who are brand new to the spiritual path, who are just getting started and really everybody in between. So um, I'm teaching a method for change and manifestation that is very reliable. It is um, producing very quick results. I invite everyone to check out my testimonials to see what my other clients are experiencing. But really, um, you know, if you feel called to work with me, let's let's jump on a call. I offer a free call and 
you'll know by the end of the call if this is if this is right for you. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for being here today with us and sharing your experience and just your knowledge about Ascension. And thank you so much for having me. This has been really wonderful. And, you know, Ascension is such a vast topic. I, we could sit here literally for a while. <laughs> we could go into so much, but. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also just want to mention really quick, um, there is kind of a sister website to the Ascended Masters portal. Um, it's a group of high initiates, people who have passed these higher initiations, um, who are offering all sorts of healing services and readings and coaching and um, you know all sorts of different things. Um, so if you're looking for a particular healer or type of service, um, you can check out that website and know that you're working with somebody who has who has passed these initiations and who is um, you know verified who is ascending. Um, mm. It's a great resource. It's like a directory of high initiates. Mm, beautiful. Thank and you. And what is that? website? Um, it's called theascendinginitiates.com. And I'll give you the link for that also. Okay. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. And yes, I know there's definitely so many different um, rabbit holes we could go in, you yeah. know, into and, and we'd love to have you back on and, and talk about that. So absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. yeah, definitely. And thank you listeners so much for listening to our show and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5 55 AM mountain standard time. And if you like this show, share the love by sharing it with your friends. If you want to support the work that we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And until next time, love yourself, love each other, and love the world. We love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.